0: AM 1170, The Answer. The Andrea Kay Show is sponsored by Andrea Kay. Welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress.
1: Dynamite!
0: Here she is, Andrea Kay.
2: Welcome back to the Andrea Kay Show. I started to say the Andrea Kay song. I, uh, I, I we were actually going to go with a few different songs and try them out before we changed the intro and we ended up just settling on that. it's kind of sounds kind of cool. sounds a little bit like a smooth groove, a little bit like an OG rap. y'all know I love my 90s gangster rap. things are getting kind of gangsta all over the place though shaking and quaking in Cali and beyond. Kind of the subject of uh, tonight's Andrew E. K. Show. And joining me at this time, as always, in addition to you fabulous, brilliant, wonderful people on the roads during this drive time, 6 to 7 p.m. And also on Facebook and on Twitter is my buddy DJ Carrot Sticks. Carrot Carrot Sticks.
3: I love
0: this country. (laughs) (laughs) So when you say shake, are we talking about that earthquake?
2: Well, that's just part of the shaking that was going on. And, of course, I waited. I wasn't going to say anything and and make any kind of joke about quaking until I heard that there was no reports of any injuries because, of course, after all these years in California, we kind of – that's one thing I think that California's got right is I think that they figured out how to build buildings and roads that can withstand the typical earthquake. I think after the last one, which might have been – the San Fernando Valley earthquake, the Northridge quake, I think was the last major one that we had. I think uh, even our freeways and our highways, as to, much the, to the degree that you can make them earthquake-proof. So you hear that there's a 5.3, and it's the kind of thing that may, kind of creeps you out, but you end up with no injuries. I think the quake that's kind of shaking people to their core and freaking them out more is the quake in the form of cities across the state of California – that have decided to join, either join officially, join the lawsuit of the Department of Justice against the state of California for its sanctuary state status, status, or at least to vote and show support for it. Guess who was added to the mix today? DJ Carrot Sticks. Do you know? No, I don't. Escondido. Oh wow, really? Yeah, and on National Burrito Day, no less. They're joining the lawsuit, or they're well, a part of? They're not officially joining the lawsuit, and I do think that's an important distinction. They have voted to support the lawsuit. In other words, uh, they can't become an official party to it, but what they're saying as a city is they're not going to participate in these dopey laws th- in, in terms of not cooperating with authorities as well as not holding, you know, one of the most ridiculous laws that came about as part of the sanctuary state status was that employers that were hiring illegals or suspected of hiring illegals. You know, companies used to be prosecuted by my mother's office, by the way, here in San Diego. They used to prosecute businesses for what they call knowing hires. Now, according to the uh, sanctuary state laws, they're saying that it, it businesses that get raided or visited by ICE are not allowed. Literally, it's against the law now for businesses in California to cooperate with the authorities. It's also against the law for apartment owners uh, to report if they suspect that there's illegals living in the buildings so these are some of the things that cities like escondido are saying they're they're not going to cooperate on anymore basically the quake that's happening in california is the rule of law being restored and what's interesting about escondido is the fact that escondido which is north county inland in san diego i think probably next to the border areas of uh mesa and san yisidro Escondido probably has the largest percentage of illegals among other areas, amongst the areas of San Diego. In fact, they've really been the subject of a lot of the raids lately that have happening. In fact, there was major sweeps that happened on the day that President Trump visited the border and looked at the border walls. If you hear any squeaking of the microphones, it's because my buddy Al speaking. of OGs, my buddy Al is back in the house
3: at last.
2: at, at last. <laughs> I know y'all don't want to hear me sing anymore. You should have been here when I did my Righteous Brothers tickets, free oh, ticket giveaways. I, I tried to sing a couple of tunes from the Righteous Brothers. Well, when 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 was that? Well, it's in the future. Well, yeah. no, that well the concerts in the future, but I did ticket free ticket giveaways to callers, and I, I tried got
3: to. Shh.
2: <laughs> Shh. Okay. Anyway, we're talking shaking and quaking. We're talking the restoration of law. Now you're quaking things up by telling people you got tickets to the Righteous Brothers, my friend. Um. Speaking of shaking and quaking in restoration of law, we have an absolute full-on assault uh, on our First Amendment like like I guess was predicted – By George Orwell in 1984. But to see. We know that people like. We saw what happened to O'Reilly. Which O'Reilly was a difficult situation for me. Because while it was an obvious attempt from the left. To try to take down a prominent voice. I think he made it easy for them. With some of his shenanigans he had done. But you saw uh, Hannity. Hannity. Now, what's going on with Laura Ingram? We've seen individual groups. We've seen people, speakers from Ann Coulter to Milo to others at college campuses, even a non people, just, you know, conservative groups or Christian groups on campuses being uh, persecuted, penalized, not allowed to speak. The latest is a guy named Kevin Williamson. You're probably saying to yourself the same thing I did today. Who's Kevin Williamson? Well, he, I, I didn't know before who he was today, but either he was fired by an outfit called the Atlantic. And you're probably saying like I was. Well, who's the Atlantic? I guess it's some magazine or something. He was fired by the Atlantic because um, this is what the left does. Anybody of any prominence is literally under the microscope all day, every day, searching for something that they can say to try to destroy you. It is at the point in this country to where it is full on personal financial destruction of anybody that the left opposes in terms of of politics. We are at the point in this country that is one step away. Literally, we're financially persecuting people in this country for thought. That's what's going on here. And that is what half a millisecond away from criminal persecution and prosecution for thought. And that's exactly what's happening in, in Europe, by the way. And there was an, an Italian woman who's high profile, I can't remember her name, but she tweeted out after Parkland, she said, first they take your guns, the Second Amendment, then they take, then, then the second thing they do is take your First Amendment away. And once they get that from us, man, we are absolutely done as a culture, and we are real close to that. It is completely without question. They're unabashed now that they want to repeal the Second Amendment. And do do I think that's going to happen? No. But they're going to do everything they can from the recent thing was medical marijuana, you, you know, push, push, push to legalize marijuana, and now it's an excuse for them to not allow you to own a gun. After Parkland, it was, well, it did the push to declare everybody mentally ill and that the government should have a right to evaluate everybody to decide on the basis of your mental capacity whether or not you should own a gun. Then we find out today that Facebook actually was working, trying to push hospitals and organizations behind the scenes to hand over medical records. Why? Why they need our medical records? Because the left will use anything they can against us to amass more and more power and gain control over us as citizenry. I don't know who this Kevin Williamson is. Here's what he said. What he said was absolutely abhorrent. He said something along the lines of, uh, you know, he's, a, he's an anti-abortion guy. And he said something along the lines of that any woman who's had an abortion, you know, he made a reference, something like, I've got a soft spot for hanging. You know, it was a hyperbolic comment, even if he really believed it. You know what? That is no more outrageous than some of the crap that Louis Farrakhan's been going around saying recently. Like, white people are going down and uh, the, uh, his comments, anti-Semitic comments against Jews. Or how about even some of the comments that the camera hog has been saying, calling Republicans sick effers and saying certain politicians have blood on their hands? You know, or, or how about the constant death threats and nasty comments? Kamala Harris, I guess, was on the Ellen DeGeneres show making nasty comments about, you know, Trump and death. You know, this, this is the, the double standard and the hypocrisy. It, it, it's so gross and disgusting. It's the hypocrisy and double standard is more abhorrent to me than anything he said. And I am somebody that has been consistent from the beginning that the First Amendment right is the most precious constitutional right I have second to the Second Amendment because man, you know um if they obviously if they can get our guns that 's how i think I think Mao said that all or was it i don 't remember who it was who said maybe D.J. Carrotsticks kanul who who said the quote that all political power is at the end of is at the end of the barrel of a gun because that 's really where it exists, and that 's why Hitler worked to convince people. Uh, To to cough up their guns. So I you know, I don't know who this Kevin Williamson is. But you know, it looks like Laura Ingram may avoid the scrapes because she's got an organization that is standing behind her. Hopefully that will continue to hold. Uh, God bless Mike Lindell from My Pillow, who has stood by her as well as other advertisers, because this isn't about Laura Ingram. It's not about Hannity. It's not even really about Kevin Williamson. It's really about the faceless and nameless people you don't know, the individuals every day of our lives who are subject to ending up being put in jail and criminalizing politics and thought. You look at what's going on with this Mueller investigation right now. What is that about? The entire phony investigation based on lies and smears and illegal spying through the gross, disgusting, abuse of power by the FBI and the DOJ is literally an attempt to unseat a free and fairly elected president of the United States and put him in jail for his political views. This is about every one of us and our individual rights in this country. Every one of us right now should feel like we are shaking and quaking to our core that this is going on in the United States of America. And oh, by the way, Katie Hopkins tweeted out today. You know, Katie Hopkins has been on, on the show a few times out of Britain, one of my favorite people in the world. There was an elderly man. London, by the way, has taken over the uh, New York City for the first time in terms of murders and guns are outlawed in London. So how is it happening? Gee, I guess they're finding other ways to commit murder. Well, some elderly man in the course of defending himself and his family in his own home against an intruder has been arrested and is accused of murder. Who did he kill? An intruder who broke into his home to attack him and his, his family. As Katie Hopkins warned America before, we need to pay attention to the warning signs because the left has been telling us for decades we got to be like Europe. And, and you look at what's going on in Europe, read the book While Europe Slept, and you will see that children, they, they have no Second Amendment rights, no ability to push back against tyranny and terrorism in their own country, to protect themselves physically, and and school children have been arrested for speech and words and political thought. We've got to be really careful about this road that we're going down, and we've got to figure out how we as conservatives are going to take this back. We're going to take a break. we come back, we're going to pick up uh, the story about the Mueller investigation because Devin Nunes says that uh, he is sick and tired of the obstruction of justice by the Department of Injustice, and he's given them a deadline to comply. Joining me next is Sidney Powell, frequent uh, guest on Hannity and The Andrew K. Show, uh, and author of the book uh, Department of Justice, Corruption License to Lie in the Department of Justice. We'll be here. Don't go anywhere.
4: Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and
5: like her fan page at Andrea K., spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state...
0: Help WantedSanDiego.com salutes the employee of the month. The one employee you can't live without. The others, let's just call them Dave. Hey, Dave, you missed yesterday's meeting. You said you'd be there. True, Mr. Employee of the Month, but yesterday was opposite day, so when I said I was going, I actually meant I wasn't. Wait, wait, opposite day? So
1: everything you said yesterday had the opposite meaning? Right. So, wait, when you told me you didn't have pink eyes, I actually have a raging case of it. And when you said you finished the Q3 reports... Haven't even started them. Oh, well then, that must mean that when you were asking for a raise, you were really asking for a pay cut. Touché, Mr. Employee of the Month. Touché. (laughs) If you
0: don't mind hiring Dave's, go to the National Job Boards. They may be free, but trust us, they'll cost you. But if you want Employees of the Month, go where smart local job seekers find good local jobs. HelpWantedSanDiego.com. Local jobs that work.
5: We don't discriminate against people named Dave. Dave is a common name, fun to say, and so we're using it as a catch-all for lackluster employees everywhere. Please don't write us to tell us you were insulted by this ad. That would be a real Dave move, Dave. If you're a homeowner, Google mortgage rates. Now Google credit card rates, and you'll see that the average credit card interest rate is two to three times higher.
7: Last month, we looked at our credit card statements and added up the total monthly payments. It was a lot. So we contacted Cash Call Mortgage. They told us how much our home has increased in value, so we refinanced, taking out thousands in cash to pay those credit card balances and consolidate our debt. And guess what? Our total monthly payments actually went down. It's so nice having money left over each month.
5: Make the cash call at 833-434-CASH or go to CashCallMortgage.com. We'll tell you how much cash you can pull out when you refinance at today's low rates. And we usually complete the whole process in less than three weeks. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. Equal Housing Lender. Call 855-657-9910
8: for terms and restrictions. California Department of Business Oversight Residential Mortgage Lender Law License. NMLS 128231.
5: That's 833-434-CASH or CashCallMortgage.com.
7: Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting BAG11 to 88988. That's B-A-G-1-1 to
0: 88988. AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. You're
4: listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer.
2: Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. It's Throwback Thursday, also known as Friday Eve. I don't know if y'all got any big plans for the weekend. I will tell y'all, I don't have any plan- big plans for this weekend. But I am T-minus eight days and counting until a little girl's trip to an undisclosed location because I need to get away for a few days and I am going off with a girlfriend of mine. I'm not going to tell y'all where, but I will tell you that it's going to involve a beach and a few cold drinks.
0: I was going to guess the Lifetime movie studio.
2: (laughs) No, I got to rest my mind. I tend to get a little too hyped up when I'm watching my Lifetime movie uh, movies. And I'm hoping there's going to be one on this Coronado mansion murder case. Cause we had Caitlin on the show last night. Stay tuned for that. The story's not dying. We'll see when in- there's going to continue to be pressure on the part of the local authorities to bring criminal charges. Shaq Knight's defense attorney says he's going to appeal uh, this decision. So stay tuned. Anyway, joining me now, speaking of legal cases is quite the legal beagle. Sydney Powell joins me. Anytime I got to get into some inside baseball as to what the stink is going on with this Mueller investigation in the Department of Corruption, ooh, I mean the Department of Justice, I call Sidney Powell, who literally wrote the book on the matter. The book's called License to Lie. Hey, Sydney, welcome back to the show.
8: Thanks, Andrea. It's always good to be with you.
2: Okay. Now, you were actually in my old neck of the woods. You were in NOLA. You were in New Orleans, weren't oh, you?
8: I was. I was. I had an oral argument with the Circuit you
2: had an or, an oral argument. Okay, I thought you were down there for fun. But although you would... Oh no, no.
8: Okay. My practice is primarily federal appeal, so I case to argue. That's my day job.
2: Oh, okay. Well, that keeps those that keeps uh, your analysis fresh at least and kind of reminds <laughs> everybody that you kind of know what you're talking about, right? I hope so. Uh, well, I got to ask you though before we get into the guts of this, did you have something good to eat while you were in my hometown?
8: Oh, I definitely did, yes. All right. You don't want to tell us what it was? Well, I mean, my favorite bread pudding in all of New Orleans is found at Le Bonton on Magazine. <gasps>
2: Le Bonton, oh girl, I could, I could, I could tell you some stories about me at Le bon Ton, okay? But then I'd yep. have to, I'd have to censor it and make it rated G. All right, that's for another, <laughs> <laughs> that's for another day. And if my girl Elisa Barnett's listening, her her face is turning red right now because she's thinking back. All right. Um, speaking of faces turning red, some people's faces were red today at Devin Nunes because he decided he's not going to put up with the stonewalling anymore and the obstruction of justice that is involving the Trump administration. At this point, we've got Christopher Ray, who is a Trump appointee and the head of the CIA, right? As uh, um, or is Ray that? Yeah, he's the no, he's the acting director no, of the FBI. FBI. Yes. And then we've got Deputy AG Rosenstein. Those two are the ones that are. Uh, obstructing justice. This is going back to August of 2017, in which they asked for unredacted memos that was the basis of the Russian investigation, correct?
8: Correct. W- uh, so, What I focused on in looking at Luna's letter was the fact that some of this information has been shown already to other members of Congress. I think there's a distinct possibility because of ongoing criminal investigations, now we know that Inspector General Horowitz of Department of Justice and also Mr. Huber from the U.S. Attorney in Utah are looking at criminal things, possibilities, that it could be that they don't want to release that information right now to Mr. Niz's Committee because, among other things, there are at least two members of his committee I can think of that you couldn't trust with the headline off today's new york times
2: well and that's part of that's part of nunez's argument he's like you know you guys aren't wanting to share this with us meanwhile we got people leaking this anyway
8: right but there may be things in there that they definitely don't want to share with certain members of the committee such as adam schiff and eric Stalwell who just leak everything they can find
2: so then are you so then so then do you support the notion that they don't release it because you think that it could hamper? And do you trust this uh, Hubert guy?
8: Uh, Hubert has a a good reputation. My problem is that as long as Rosenzathine is making any of the calls, I can't trust that. I feel very strongly that he should have been, he should have recused himself from any of it, that he was not a good choice for the job in the first place. He has too strong a relationship with Comey and with Mueller to be trusted on any of these issues. And he's, he's you know, had a role in the Uranium One mess and the cover up of that. He just goes way back in the swamp with Comey and Mueller in particular, too far for me to trust him with respect to anything.
6: Well, yeah, so he he's saying he
8: should be. Go ahead. Yeah, should be disclosed, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know that right now is the time for it to go to the other folks, in particular on Nuna's committee.
2: All right, um, Rosenstein was one of the people that signed the FISA warrant request, so that yeah. alone should rec- should force a recusal on his part and should force him to be stepping aside, actually. And- Uh, So Al's, uh, your mic isn't on. Who would be left if Rosenstein recused himself? Who would take that position?
8: I don't know, because number three in the Justice Department, Rachel Brand resigned recently, and I think they're still trying to fill some positions below that. So I don't know how far it would have to go down now to find a substitute for that position. But the situation's not good. I mean, they're, they definitely need to fill all the slots in DOJ and get somebody there that could take over for Rosenstein.
2: So what do we do? Yeah. So then what does Nunes do? He's he's so he's basically gets to to, and they get to skate and not have to provide this information because it's got potentially information that be basically the potential. for leaks.
8: I'd like for Nunes to go ahead and hold their feet to the fire and see what grounds they defend their decision on. So, did- I mean, I'm all in favor of getting the information out. I think the whole, the entire, taxpaying public ought to be able to see the face of applications, so we could compare each one to the other and see who signed them and see which judges signed off on them. Yeah. I mean, I'm tired of all this yeah. secrets.
2: I think you're right. Um, I think I think what they need to do is he needs to blow the lid off of it instead of this. And one of my questions for you is, he says if he, they've got until April 11th, and then he's going to file a lawsuit. You know, this is just dragging on and dragging on. They, this is what the left does. This is what the deep state does. They slow walk everything. Here's the real obstruction of justice going on in our government. And I think that we need to have a whistleblower, somebody with enough guts to say, you know what, if Schiff can leak or any of these people can leak, I'm going to blow the lid off and I'm going to reveal to the American public everything that's been going on with everybody and all their crimes and their corruption
8: that would be fascinating
2: so if uh from a yeah that would be well it would be fascinating <laughs> we just don't have anybody with the chutzpah to do it and i tell you who, who who doesn't have the chutzpah but pretends he does is that trey gowdy i have come to the conclusion that trey gowdy is worse to me than jeff sessions because trey gowdy is a former uh, prosecutor himself who has who uh, has um pretended that he was this yard dog with these big teeth that was going to hold everybody accountable and oversight. And instead what he has done is he's covered up more than anybody else. And on top of it, he continues to push knowing that this was an, an investigation that did not have probable cause, which is a violation of Fourth Amendment rights. He knows that crimes were committed with the FISA court. He knows that this is a witch hunt. He knows it's a silent coup. He knows that what Mueller wants is nothing but a perjury trap. And he is trying to push publicly to force Trump to do that. And to me, He is absolutely the worst of the worst. What is your impression of Trey Gowdy?
8: I do not know what is going on with him at all right now. I share your concerns.
2: Well, I would like to see somebody investigate Gowdy. I'm curious as to what the real deal is about him. And I have a feeling that if somebody f- signed some FISA, uh, phony FISA court warrant on him and did a little spying, what well, we might find about Trey Gowdy would be interesting. Let's just say my baloney meter went off the charts about him years ago over Benghazi when he was cooking up backroom deals with Hillary Clinton to uh, negotiate as min- the least amount of committee hearings as possible to hold her accountable. And I suspect my third eye is telling me that there's more that shady character than he wants anybody to know and that's why he's out at front at cnn trying to push and, and assist in taking down the president of the united states and i'd like somebody to to do a little investigating him and report the truth about trey gowdy i held her. i that made would, her sign i would made be her.
8: <laughs> i'm sure
2: all right well sydney powell uh, anything else that you want to share about the Mueller investigation or the legalities or anything uh, Devin Nunes is up to before I let you go?
8: Uh, no, I think Devin Nunes has done a remarkable job of getting the information he's gotten, and I'm I'm glad he is on that job because the more we learn, the more we learn we need to know, and the more we can correct at some point.
2: The book is Licensed to Lie, and Sidney Powell wrote it. In fact, they who was it? Was it Jeff Sessions himself who mentioned your book in a committee hearing?
8: It was Orrin Hatch. He yes. held it up to everyone at Loretta Lynch's confirmation hearing and told them to read the book and asked her to read the book.
2: Yeah. Well, you think she's read it? No. Yeah. <laughs> well, I encourage everybody to read it. And Sidney, thank you so much for being here. I
8: appreciate it. Thank you. And follow me on Twitter at Sydney Powell, the number one.
2: All right. Now, don't think that President Trump is the only one who's been in the crosshairs of some corruption at the hands of Mueller and Comey. In fact, there's an average American citizen, a photojournalist who was a hostage by an al-Qaeda offshoot group who was victimized by Mueller and Comey. Stay tuned. You want to hear this story when we come back. Matt Shriver joins me next.
7: Message and data rates may apply.
1: Warning. Texting while driving is illegal just about everywhere. So if you want to take advantage of a life-changing LASIK offer, pull over when you can, because a special opportunity is just one text away. The LASIK Vision Institute is offering absolutely free evaluations and dramatically low prices on high-quality LASIK. Text the keyword VISION11 to 350350 to get the benefit of FDA-approved LASIK technology that gives the majority of patients 20-20 vision for a fraction of what others charge. Text to schedule your free appointment to see if LASIK is right for you. When you text VISION11 to 350350, you'll also get an extra 20% discount off our already low-cost services. We've already performed over a million procedures. Today, it's your turn. Discover how you can get the quality LASIK experience you've always wanted for a fraction of what others charge. This great offer is just a text away. Text VISION11 to 350350. That's V I S I O N 11 to 350350. We have a new home loan program for the self-employed borrower. You need to hear this.
4: Hi, I'm Chris Tyler, self-employed mortgage specialist at Right Choice Mortgage. Being self-employed myself, I know how difficult it is to get a home loan. So we came up with a solution. Instead of using your tax returns or W2s to get approved, We'll use your personal or business bank statements and use your deposits as income. No P&Ls required. This self-employed mortgage program will help you get a bigger loan at a better rate. Call now. 855-464-4774. This is not hard money. Rates are in the threes and fours. 855-464-4774. So if you're self-employed and want to buy a house, get cash out, or just lower your payment, call me now, Chris Tyler. 855 464 4774. That's 855 464 4774. Licensed by the BRE 01943736 and NMLS 1132583, an equal opportunity lender.
9: The power company changed their peak hours from 4 to 9 p.m. That's when you're not producing power. I have a solution for that. Battery backup system. You might not know what that is, but combined with solar, You can program these batteries to charge and discharge at will, meaning you control how you're getting and using your power that you produced. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. After serving in the Marine Corps, I've decided to make San Diego my home. I'm not a salesman, just an electrician who wants to help customers zero out their electric bill. I only use the best equipment with 25-year warranties, in-phase microinverters, LG panels. I will custom design a system to meet your needs. If you need an electrical panel upgrade, I'm offering a $2,000 credit with the purchase of an installed solar panel system. To learn more, go to KeeganElectricSolar.com. That's KeeganElectricSolar.com. I can't wait to help you with your power solutions. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com today. AM
0: 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The
4: Andrea Kay Show on AM 1170, The Answer.
2: Welcome back to the Andrea K show rolling on here into the second half of Thursday night's Andrea K show glad to have you all here with me I'm, I got to tell you I'm cracking up at some of the comments on Facebook live about Trey Gowdy um, good that we can laugh you know what's going on in the corruption in our government it's like laugh or cry right uh, although it's kind of that kind of it can get to the point to where the laughing is kind of like that hysteria kind of crazy kind of laugh where people look at you and think that you're insane you've lost your mind. Um, joining me next is a story that about made me lose my mind when I heard it um, because, you know, we know we got some problems in our government in the deep state and we've got a lot of corruption going on in the DOJ and the FBI. But I, to think that we have an American hostage who was betrayed by our government really, really makes my blood boil. And joining me now to tell the story is Matthew Schreier. Who wrote the book "Dawn Prayer" or "How to Survive in a Secret Terrorist Prison"? Um, hi, Matt. Welcome to the Andre K Show.
10: Hi. Thank you for having me.
2: All right. Now, do you go by Matthew or Matt now? Because there was a reason why you changed it at one
10: point. Yes. Yeah, you can call me mad. I think it's safe now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It means means dead in Arabic to anyone listening.
2: Okay. Um, Okay, so tell everybody your story. I mean, how does a, as you put it, a wisecracking Jew end up uh, in Al Qaeda's or Al Nusra's prison over in Syria?
10: Well, I was there photographing the war inside and around Aleppo for 18 days. When I had the photographs I knew I could sell, I decided to leave. When I was 45 minutes from the Turkish border on my way home, I got kidnapped by the al Front or al-Qaeda in Syria. And it was the beginning of a seven-month ordeal until I became the first person to ever escape from them.
2: Wow. I mean, I, I, I am addicted to the Nat Geo show, Locked Up Abroad. But I prefer to think, I, I don't know if you've seen that show. Are they going to do an episode about you? Because they should.
10: Well, I guess you don't watch it religiously because they already did.
2: They did. Oh my gosh, I missed the episode. I'm going to have to Google it
10: now. <laughs> yeah, it was on a couple of months ago.
2: Ah, oh, seriously, um, I'm going to have to watch it because you know it's it's when you see some of these stories. I mean, it, you think, oh, there but the grace of God, you know, go I because you you wonder how people can endure you were tortured, you were starved, you were moved around to six different places, and you managed to escape and get out of it, only to find out that your own government had betrayed you, correct?
10: Yep, very unfortunate.
2: And how did they do that?
10: Well, it's a long story. I'll try to make it as short as possible. When I was in captivity, uh, they brought in three Canadian jihadis, uh, this al-Qaeda Went over there to fight to extort all my financial information from me, social security number, online passwords, credit cards, bank accounts, and they went on a shopping spree and they managed to burn through over seventeen thousand dollars of my personal savings and then moved on to my business account before Citibank finally froze the accounts so they couldn't steal any more money. The FBI was watching this, I'm pretty sure since day one. I know definitively I have proof that they were watching. My financial records before they ever even got on the phone with my family, and uh, the reason why they were doing this is because they thought I was Al Qaeda. Um, apparently, Al Qaeda paid off my Discover card, and that's really all it takes to fool the FBI. So, yeah, the crack, so the crack I...
2: FBI. That's a, if that's all it yeah. takes to fool them. You know, we we need to, we need to, uh, an enema of the FBI. Go yeah. on.
10: Well, if you met this goofball, Lindsey Parody, who was on my case, you'd see that it really doesn't take that much. But uh, so they're monitoring my bank accounts, and they're obviously monitoring every purchase, and they start purchasing laptops and tablets. And the FBI at this time, the CIA, nobody knew what was going on inside Syria. It was horrible in terms of intelligence. As you an example of how bad, seven months later when I came home, I'm the one who let the government and the New York Times and everybody know that all the extreme the extremists and the opposition are fighting each other, that they're not really getting along. So to gather intelligence, obviously the FBI says, Okay, they're buying laptops and tablets, let's intercept them and get the IP addresses, you know, whatever, put software, GPS, whatever it is, inside these laptops and then deliver them right into the hands of Al Qaeda. And what this does is it creates the intelligence community's dream come true. You know, you got to figure as soon as they upload their email address, they have all their contacts through email. Same thing with Skype, same thing with uh, cell phone. So basically they did this and they didn't use any of the intelligence to help me. There's no proof. Nobody was arrested. All of these devices and other things were delivered to addresses in southern Turkey, uh, right on the Syrian border and in Canada, even in Quebec. And uh, the guy who mailed them to himself in Quebec, he did it under his real name. And, you know, there's proof that he was in southern Turkey at this time. So uh, he's living free man right now in Canada. No charges have been made. He's never been arrested. Uh, His house was raided. and I was told that uh, devices were recovered, all with my money. But yet nobody will do anything in regards to investigating this from the Department of Justice. I have tons of documentation. I have emails from from Lindsey the agent trying to convince my mother 6 months in that I'm the one using my cell phone my credit cards and my bank accounts.
2: Wow. So on yeah. top of this betrayal I- of you they, bet- they they betrayed you. They didn't do anything to try to help you escape. They lied to your mother then, on, on top of all that, they allow your identity to be stolen. On top of all that, it's a gross failure of intelligence because they don't even bother to take advantage of the situation from an intelligence-gathering standpoint to help us fight the war on terror and what's going on over in Syria, which if, if they had ha- had half the sense God gave a donut, they would, have, they would have worked with you and then helped you repair your life. But they did none of that.
10: Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, they were gathering intelligence through the laptops that they delivered to they delivered these laptops to al-Qaeda and uh you know, they basically just hung me out to dry to do it. You know, their their mentality is we told you not to go. You're not coming home anyway because we don't negotiate with these people. So let's just make the best of things. And that's what they did. Yeah, but, but excuse me for that,
2: interrupting. But when when we've got how many times have we worked with informants within the mafia and they, you know, the bad guys and they were given a pass and given a whole new life and set up in the witness protection program, housing, cars and, right. and, and everything else uh, for, for much less yeah. intelligence and, and involving a much less greater national security security interest. This is, this is, right. who, who do we, what do we got? Shemp running the FBI. This no. is ridiculous.
10: It's, it's basically, they, they let Al Qaeda steal my identity. And then after I left, came home, they let them keep it. It's, it, it, it's really astonishing. And the fact that I'm going on your show and dozens of other shows, and I was on primetime Fox news with some really talented journalists like Catherine Herridge, Pam Brown covering this story Saying, I want to turn documentation over to the Department of Justice because the FBI's internal investigation section, they will not even call me back. They will not look at the evidence. They will not look at the documentation. And honestly, this is the first time in my lifetime that I've ever heard of anything like this happening. Yeah. That somebody can go on primetime, say, I have evidence. I want to turn it over. And the Department of Justice will not accept it.
2: Wow. Well, uh, you know, I wish there was something that we could do to help. I encourage everybody to buy the book, you know, the dawn Prayer. I'm yes. certainly going to because it's a fascinating story. And, you know, um, I, I, how can anybody help you?
5: What call can we congressman. do? Yeah.
10: Yeah. Call your congressman. Ask your congressman, like, you know, how can the, the Department of Justice and the FBI get away with not investigating something that's so clearly defined? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I, I basically did the entire investigation. And there are uh, there are much there's much more intelligence to gather. Like the FBI needs to, to, all they have to do is get the subpoena for my bank records. Citibank has blocked me from my own financial records because the date on that subpoena is going to be so early in yes. my captivity. And so many months before they actually got on the phone, with my mother, that it will damage them mm-hmm. much more than the Whitey Bulger, much more than Whitey Bulger, because, you know, four Americans got murdered, three with their heads cut off.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, who, yeah, uh, sure. yeah th- 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 that's right. During that time, you were the only one who escaped, weren't you? Right. Yeah, wow.
10: yeah, and you know, and wow. it's sad because it turned it turned out that my survival was much more of an inconvenience than a victory for the FBI.
2: Wow, that's just shocking. And and God bless you for what you've been through. Thank you for telling your story. Thank you for coming on the show tonight. And and that's we why, and we will continue to uh, we will continue to keep the story out there. Matt Schreier, thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great night. night. All right. Well, stay tuned. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to go to uh, my man, Al, the OG. He's here. We're going to talk a little bit about Amazon and, and the USPS. What, you got something you want to say? Is it on? Yes, it's on.
3: Oh, my. Yeah. And I've been sitting here quietly.
2: You have. You ain't going to be quiet no more. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, you're going to have the flow, baby. You're going to have the floor. You can tell us what you think about Amazon, the tariffs. We're gonna talk about a little economics, a little money, honey. More Andrea K Show coming up.
4: Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E.
8: Don't overpay for your VA loan. Here's veteran Sonia Hadley on protecting your hard-earned VA
5: loan benefits.
6: Carl from La Mesa needed cash to pay off his second mortgage to do some repairs around the house. He went to the community bank to use his VA loan. I was able to cut his costs in half and get a lower rate that will save him thousands over the life of his loan. Jim and Vernie are first-time homebuyers with young boys. They needed a little more personal attention than they were getting from the credit union. I got them same day, pre-approval, so they could start shopping that weekend, confident that they could compete with cash offers.
8: If you don't call Sonia, you're probably paying too much for your VA loan. Don't wait until you're too deep in the process with another lender. Get a second opinion now. Sonia even comes to you.
6: Call me at 833-MY-VA-LOAN before rates go up. 833-MY-VA-LOAN. That's 833-MY-VA-LOAN.
11: Turning 65 is a great milestone and an incredible challenge when it comes to health coverage. The maze of Medicare can be overwhelming you need Part A, B, Supplemental, Drug Coverage? What about dental, vision, and all the benefits you've enjoyed? Relax. Help is as close as Bridalwood Insurance, Medicare coverage professionals who can help you make the best decisions. Bridalwood listens to your needs and explains all the options available. Visit them online at BridalwoodInsurance.com, that's BridalwoodInsurance.com, and set up an appointment for a Medicare specialist to come to your home or office. You've seen the ads, read the brochures, and still have questions. Bridalwood Insurance has answers. Best of all, their guidance is free to you. The company you choose takes care of the fees. Medicare Madness has met its match. Voted Best Insurance Company by the readers of the San Diego Union Tribune. Bridalwood Insurance, the total health connection for the best of your life. Visit BridalwoodInsurance.com today. That's BridalwoodInsurance.com. In America, someone coming from nothing really can create unlimited success for themselves and their family. Larry Elder, the sage from South Central here with my friend Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows, a true American success story. Aaron, I've recommended you to my friends, and they are so happy with the work you've done. Thank you, Larry. That really means a lot. We all know Larry is one of the smartest and most discerning people.
3: So if you are selecting windows and doors, listen to Larry's sage advice
11: and call. California Deluxe Windows will do for you what we did for Larry's friend and family. For the best quality windows and doors made in America, call Aaron at California Deluxe Windows. Ask about 20% off your entire order and one year interest free financing. California Deluxe Windows 888 New Windows. 888 New Windows. He will indeed say, Your house can be covered with potato chips and we wouldn't crack one.
4: CSLB number 774518. Some restrictions apply.
0: AM 1170,
4: the answer. You're
0: listening to the Andrea K
4: Show on AM 1170, the answer.
2: Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. DJ Carrot Sticks just loves that potato chip commercial. Your house could be covered in potato chips. We wouldn't crack one.
0: I'd eat them all. That's how I would
2: crack them. <laughs> um, joining me now, although he's barely cracking a smile, is maybe if you maybe if you impersonated Al, maybe we, that Yay, might God make up. <laughs> <laughs> well, Andrea.
0: I'm very excited to be here. You <laughs> can tell by my tone. I got a, I got, a little road rage. On. I'm sorry <laughs> if I'm being overexcited here. I got a little worked up on the. Way
2: here. <laughs> what got you worked up, Al? Was it the new Trump? <laughs> Trump's announced a, hun- a tariffs on a hundred billion dollars more Trump China gets goods.
3: Everybody worked up. That's his art.
2: He does That's exact That is his art. That's exactly it. Okay, we, you know even. His detractors are saying, we got to do something about China, right? Because, I mean, we've been getting our hiney kicked.
3: Well, his popularity is accelerating. It's not getting better. It's accelerating. Yes. So as soon as everybody gets in touch with what he actually does, not what he says, Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to get better and better and better.
2: Yeah. Even after his initial and the markets have kind of been up and down in part because, you know, they weren't really sure, you know, the as everybody says, ad nauseum, you
3: can't be sure it's Trump
2: exact well and not only that but you know you ha- we have to start making some changes and that always will create an unknown because anytime you disrupt the status quo there's going to be a little bit of an unknown but you know what the markets are still okay it's gone up and down a little bit we're still close to around 25,000 which is way up compared well, to what it was the
3: fundamentals are there exactly so it, it doesn't make sense for the markets to go right, way down when earnings are up Exactly. So that, that fundamental is fundamental. Uh, the rest of the stuff is uh, projections. And uh, it is troublesome that there's uncertainty and there's always going to be uncertainty. It's Trump. Mm-hmm. You, you have to learn to live with it. And we seem to be learning to live with it. That's and so, I think. So, yeah,
2: and so does the world because I think the world is seeing that his actions are, are um, more relevant, more stable, more solvent, more rational.
7: Well, more, I, I think more, the
2: troublesome
3: and- part that I see is the tit for tat. So now he does something. Mm-hmm. And then let's take China as an example. They retaliate with a political response, not an economic mm-hmm. response. Mm-hmm. Well, then there's... Retaliation and retaliation. I guess you're going to tell me more about things that have just happened on the tariff issue. Is mm-hmm. that correct?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, initially Trump announced uh, tariffs on 50 billion goods, and then China came back and retaliated with threats of uh, hitting 128 products and services, 25 billion dollars worth soybeans, autos. So 128
3: chemicals. compared to what? 1300. Round yeah. one.
2: Yeah, exactly.
3: Okay. So, so what's happening is. It's a calibrated response, and it was a political response. Mm-hmm. So now if there's been another response by Trump, yes. there'll be another response by China. Yeah, At some point in time, mm-hmm. they'll cut all the BS. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And come to terms. And, and that's, that's his art.
2: And isn't that the art of the deal? Isn't that what negotiations is? Isn't that Correct. what it's all about? I mean,
3: yeah. Yes. Nobody gets it. Mm-hmm. Except the ones that do, and the ones that do aren't very vocal. Right. So what we have is a financial press and a media that's Mm anti-Trump, and so uh, you never get the good part. Mm -hmm. Uh, You just never get the good part. That's the
2: point. Well, the I think the people are, when you see that he's at 51% approval on top of everything going on right now.
3: <laughs> with everyone against him. With
2: everyone against him. When you've even got the Republican Party, like Trey Gowdy, I talked about earlier, he's got the weight of the jackboot of tyranny trying to take him down with the investigations going on against him. The American people, I think, get it more than all these supposed experts out there because the American people are the ones who feel the result in their pocketbooks and in their jobs and whether or not they're getting promoted. And, and, and the outlook, and whether or not their employer is creating jobs, and you know the American people also like a little bit of the unknown because they actually elected him to shake things up. So I think anytime they see somebody shaking well, things up, they're like it. Elected
3: him to shake things up. That's a lot different than the American people. He There's wanted, a significant segment. Yes, that wants the shake up. Yes, and so that segment. Even that segment can't be really happy because the shakeup is uncomfortable.
2: Well, it's uncomfortable, but I, I, I think is, there's a difference between, I don't know, it, you know if it, it, how uncomfortable I it is. I don't think
3: anybody's happy. That's my point. They're not happy. But they're waiting to see how it's going to turn out.
2: And that's a good point. And my message is, as we're into this midterms year, when you look at inside the Rasmussen poll numbers, the real, the real unhappiness is with the, with the GOP-led Congress. Because they perceive right or wrong, that President Trump is doing everything he can. They give him the, they they don't fund his wall, so he's like, you know what? I'm going to send the military to the border, and I'm going to try to get Mattis to build the wall. You know, he's you know they don't give him the economic bill that he wants, so he's trying to work it work it around well, it with how tariffs. The,
3: <laughs> you know, I mean, he's how about the omnibus bill. I mean, what a calamity.
2: It was a total calamity, but I think the American people. I think the the voters view. If you look inside right or wrong, if you look inside the and polls, the unhappiness is with the Republican-led Congress because they are the the ones that are supposed to come up with the, with the legislation. Well, because-, because
3: they caved. Yeah.
2: Exactly. And, and they caved thinking that it was some, they still don't get it. They don't get that the unhappiness with the American people is the American people are, want them to fulfill their campaign promises. The American people in 2014 sent a clear message to Washington. They do not like the government overreach in the form of Obama using his his pen and legislating from the Oval Office. They didn't like it being done in the form of government overreach with Obamacare. And they didn't like it being done with immigration and allowing for an invasion of people to come into this country illegally and take advantage of us economically. And they're still not getting that that's what the American people want. And they perceive right or wrong that Trump is still trying to make those things happen. And they either get on board and try to help that happen in the next six months or they will lose big in 2018 that will be good news for mitch mcconnell and paul ryan who prefer to be in the minority and that will be bad news for the voters and unfortunately that's a position we're going to be in and we'll
3: we'll be completely paralyzed
2: we will Exactly. That's not a good thing. I didn't say it was a good thing, but I that that's you know when when you see these interviews with the Republicans and you see that them predicting the blue wave, it's almost as though you can tell that they're the ones. Usually it's the left pushing that narrative to try to suppress voter turnout and to try to suppress enthusiasm. When you see your own party doing it, you got to go, "Whoa. That's not acceptable." And then you got to support people that are willing to challenge and willing to, you know, uh, challenge the incumbents and take the seats away from those Republicans. Um, We only have a couple minutes left. I was going to pick your brain. The USPS was in San Diego today, Postal Service doing a a, a symposium. Who knows what it cost in San Diego to uh, try to stop dog bites. Now, is is it any wonder we got President Trump trying to do something about this USPS Amazon situation? You're laughing, but it's like that's how our, our taxpayer dollars is being spent. But then the USPS would say, All no, is, taxpayers aren't subsidizing us.
3: It's fundamentally pricing strategy, and USPS doesn't get it, period.
2: They're not going to get it. They're well, not going to get it. No, they're not. Well, they, their contract is supposedly coming up in the fall, and I think President Trump is laying the groundwork to do something different uh, come the fall. How can people get a hold of you, my man, Al, the OG? <laughs>
3: That one's always a challenge about <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. a telephone call, yeah. 619-296-2123. <laughs> if you want to talk to me personally, 619-884-7503 or text me on that number.
2: All right. Well, tomorrow is our Friday Fun Day show. And, you know, for fun, you know what's always fun is talking to Gerard Lemero. Because Gerard, man, he's always fun. He's always enthusiastic. He's always got the, his predictions for what's going to happen. We're going to talk to him about uh, his predictions for the midterms. Well, about
3: him for a cool name?
2: Yeah, Gerard Lomero. Yeah, and then we're also going to talk about the movie Chappaquiddick. I think that's opening this weekend. Ooh, could be mm. interesting. We know you're a movie lover, Al. We love you all. I'll be right back here tomorrow night at 6 o'clock on AM 1170. Have a great night, everybody. Come to
0: the Come to the Come. yeah, yeah. yeah. The Andrea Kay Show is sponsored by Andrea Kay